0: We're gonna do a show, the show's gonna start, cause we're gonna do a show, yeah, it's the Monty Show, hit start. This is Monty in the Morning. The show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. Thank God it's Friday. Hi, Jake. Hello. Good to see you. You too. Are you going to go down to Zion and make babies? Maybe. 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 Well, we're going down to Zion, but I don't know about the baby making part. All right. We'll talk about pound and Box in a minute. Jake is going on vacation for the weekend. We bought a Jeep last night. Tiger Woods isn't going to make the cut. And we overslept this morning. What else is new? What's this we? What do you mean we overslept? We. You overslept. The proverbial you had an awkward moment. Obviously, um, there's a lot to get to. But, hey, we got to start with this oversleeping thing. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen often. Mm -mm. But... Very rarely. Can't remember the
1: last time it happened to me.
0: So so tell the world what happened and how you dropped the ball trying to... Yeah, so
1: we went and bought this Jeep. You know, and then, you know, you come home and it's like, I don't know. I probably got home. Well, we get home like 830.
0: Yeah, probably stop by Chipotle. Yeah.
1: You know, so we get dinner, we get home and it's like 830. Get back to my place between 830 and nine. Something like I think it was like 845 ish somewhere in there. Right. I spent like an hour. You know, doing some videos and and all this nonsense, you know, so we can so we can put some stuff out last night. And I went to bed at like ten fifteen. A little bit later, admittedly, but not not like egregiously late to the point where I was even concerned about oversleeping.
0: So wait, you laid down at ten fifteen and you still overslept. Yeah. Man, that's like every night for me. Yeah, I, I
1: don't know how you lay down at ten fifteen and you function. I
0: can't. It's do rough. It. the alarm goes off at four thirty and I just I can't tell the, 15, the daily morning shower is critical. Yeah, yeah. But it's the worst feeling when you wake up and you're an hour late.
1: Yeah. So like it was, but it was really weird. Like a lot of like for me, at least when I've overslept in the past, I can kind of tell, like when I open my eyes, I'm like, Oh, this feels different. I'm not tired when I wake up. Like there's uh, this, you just know that you overslept, you know? This time I wake up and I'm like, all right, what time is it? Is it like 3 30 or is it 4? Because that's usually when I'll wake up and then I'll lay around for a minute. <laughs> and it's like 5 20. And I'm like, and literally I remember thinking to myself, wait, did I just read that right? It's 5 20. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, and I was like, whoa. It's the worst happened? feeling
0: in the world. That terror is the worst feeling in the world. Yeah.
1: And so I was like, I was like, whoa. Like, literally, all jokes aside, I was like, this doesn't feel like 520. Like, it doesn't feel like I slept another hour. And and the thing (laughs) is, when... I got gypped. Yeah, like, my alarm... Uh. The reason I don't oversleep very often is because my alarm is obnoxiously loud. And when you oversleep in your alarm... Your your iPhone will not turn your alarm off. I don't know. Like, I I don't know if they've changed that or whatever, but my alarm... I don't know if it never went off or what the deal was, but there was never an option for me to turn my alarm off when I ended up waking up when I did. Yeah. So I don't know if my phone just didn't go off or what, but it was just a weird feeling.
0: Well, you know, jazz fans all around the world rejoice that you made it to the show. And, yep. uh, you know. Yeah, I know. What would we do without Jake I know. on a Friday, right? I know. Um, speaking of a Friday, uh, we got to talk jazz basketball because the best team in the NBA is in the hizzy tonight. The Phoenix Suns in town to take on your Utah Jazz. And I think one of the big storylines going into this game tonight are the comments of Rudy Gobert on ESPN yesterday. And before I play this soundbite, I just want to ask, why? Why is this necessary? Why on, on any thought process or when this interview request came in, why did the Utah jazz grant permission for Rudy Gobert to go on ESPN? Because this has been one of the biggest problems that we've talked about with Rudy is his inability to say the right thing to the media and whether he means it or his intentions are good and well, like it just doesn't matter. Rudy Gobert yesterday goes on. What was it? NBA today or the Jump? Yeah, NBA today. He goes on NBA Today on ESPN and plays the victim card for the Utah Jazz. There's,
2: there's always going to be noise, mm. you know. There's a lot of uh, a lot of teams and a lot of people that would love for us to to to, to break apart. They would love to get a Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell in, in their team. And uh, there's a lot of bigger market too that would love to to get that. And uh, we we're aware of that, and and we know that. Everything that happens within our team on the core, all the flow of the core is going to be, is being looked at with a with a very with a big scope, and, and people are looking for anything they can find to just try to divide us. And, and uh, you know, for us, after we've, what we've been through over the last few years and the COVID situation and everything, you know, we we both aware of that, and, and we both you know uh, we both know that it's something that's not going to stop, and uh, we got to mute that noise and. Uh, we both have the same goal. It's to win a championship here, and um, and we're going to embrace the moment.
0: Rudy Gobert yesterday on the NBA Today on ESPN. I I don't understand this. I don't know the, the thought process that went into um, granting this interview. You knew that anybody that was going to interview Rudy or Don one-on-one was going to ask about their relationship. And then to go into this tangent and go on this run about how everybody around the league and the media and the fans and our cousins brothers mechanic wants to break up the jazz and mm-hmm. get you know uh, major market teams want Rudy and Donovan and like why are we talking about this publicly? And the thing I I don't like about this is again you're in the middle of one of the most tumultuous seasons that this team is this current incarnation of the jazz has had. It's been a very difficult season by any measure, right? So why throw gas on the fire and blame everybody else for everything that's going on when you just, to me, need to move on and stop talking? Stop talking about this. Don't do these interviews. And maybe, Jake, I'm just completely wrong about this, but... I hate that he even sat down to do this interview.
1: Yeah, I, I just think it's unnecessary. I, I think that, you know, again, remember where this all started. I mean, this is all stemming from a stat that essentially says that Donovan Mitchell passes to the other team more than he passes to Rudy Gobert, meaning he turns the ball over three times a game and he passes to Rudy two times a game. So, you know, I, I think it's, it, the, the depending on who you ask, You'll get a different answer on this, but I think, in my opinion, it's unnecessary to be talking to the media to the media in this fashion. It's unnecessary to be doing ESPN interviews after there's a stack going around. I mean, again, let's not forget. Just the other day, we had Quinn Snyder at the table, you know, dismissing all of this. So, so let me get this right. You have your head coach who said something. ESPN now has had Rudy Gobert say something. When is Don? When's the Don interview coming? Right. I mean, honestly, if we go off of what we've seen, would anybody be surprised if Donovan Mitchell gave an interview and said, "Hey, there's not nothing really. here." Right. So to me, I'm just like, hey, you know, like we're so focused on the media and not focused on basketball. Like, let's focus on what we can control. And to me, I just think that 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 it is, I. A waste of time is probably harsh. You know, it probably is a step too far. But that's kind of what it felt like to me. When I saw this interview come out and I had like five people send it to me on Twitter, I'm like, dude, wh- why? Why go on ESPN and do this? So then, now you are start to look at the standings and you're like, hey, the Nuggets are a half game back. Anybody know? Anybody seen that? Anybody paying attention to that? Anybody care about that? No, we're just going to go on ESPN and do some interviews. So, I don't know, man. Like... And this isn't just a Rudy thing. I want to be really clear because I I, I'm really not wanting to see comments about, oh, well, you guys just hate Rudy or you're blaming Rudy. This isn't Rudy's fault. Yeah, you're right. This is the organization's fault too because this request comes through the organization. The organization has to approve that. So the organization's good with it. Rudy's good with it. Rudy's agent is good with it. Quinn Snyder's clearly good with it. So this is an organization thing, and I just I, I just don't understand the mindset.
0: Yeah, I think again, we talk about distractions and we talk about all this stuff. Let Quinn Snyder do the talking here. You're gonna you're gonna get a free pass from the media in Salt Lake City. We've talked about this. Yeah. Nobody is gonna press these two guys on their relationship. Um they nine nights out of ten don't even have to talk to the media. Yeah. Like I don't understand the upside here. And and I actually think this is a significant conversation. This is a really big issue because what Donovan Mitchell, Quinn Snyder, Rudy Gobert, all these guys talking about this, what these guys are doing by by saying things like, you know, hey, the world wants to break us apart. Like, it, what are you talking you're, about? You're giving credence to what everybody's talking about. And you're going so far out of your way to talk about how your relationship's great, it's pretty clear it's not. What the fuck are yeah, you talking like, about? Like, it's just, it's... That's I, a great I point. I don't understand it. They're so far over the top. And by the way, this is not new. We've been talking about this, the the heat between Rudy Gobert and his teammates since December. Yeah. And so this is not new. Um, I think we've done a pretty good job of being accurate with our sourcing on this show. We've led the news cycle. Um, and it's not a secret that Rudy Gobert is not loved by his teammates. So why are we continuing to talk about it? Yeah. Like just play the play out the string, do what you can do this season, win every game that you can win, and then see what happens in the summer. Yeah, but you gotta stop with this drama stuff. You gotta stop with, with. It. it why are you talking about rumors? Like everybody keeps talking about how oh these are rumors, it's garbage, you made it up. There's no, that. Okay, then why are you talking about it? If it's completely not true, there's no foundation to it. There's no truth to it. It's absolutely false. Why are we talking about this for going on three months now? Yeah. Why is it a continuing topic of conversation? And my guess is they're talking about it because it's true. Yeah. And they're tired of hearing about it. And we've repeatedly told you that, that the Jazz are unhappy that it's being reported. The Jazz don't like it. Anything that the Jazz cannot control as far as media, rumors, and news really upsets them. It's it. They are very sensitive to what is reported, especially locally, about the club. And when you see this stuff, if it was meaningless and it, there there was no heat behind it, why did we have a players-only meeting this week? Yeah. If it was meaningless and nobody had any problems, why are we closing doors and not talking to the media? Yeah. Why are we? Re- why do we have jazz players refusing to talk to the media Very this yay.
1: week?
0: Why are, why are you refusing to talk to the media? Why? Well, it's because you you don't – one answer would be, well, the media is just a bunch of assholes who, you know, they, they ask these questions and they're ridiculous, made-up rumors from yeah. sources. Okay, then why are you doing sit-down interviews with ESPN addressing them directly? Why is Quinn Snyder giving an impassioned speech the other night about how these two guys like each other and they sit down and eat at the same table. What, what are we doing? Like, this is what I don't understand yeah, and I about think, this team.
1: I think the media, there's this, there's this line that the media walks where, you know, like in Salt Lake City, we've talked about how the media is pretty soft and they're not going to ask accountable accountability-type questions. Nationally, however, there will be those questions asked. And I think that, number one, ESPN is really good at ESPNing, meaning that that they understand that there's drama here and they need to get him on TV. Right? So kudos to ESPN for asking. Number one. Number two, I think that, that the organization as a whole is not used to having issues like this. They're not used to this type of uh narrative or situation. And and their true colors are kind of flying a little bit, meaning that that you don't really know how to handle this situation the right way, because to me, the the way to handle it the right way would have been to have Quinn talk about it just like they did, and that was it. This would have been dead to me if I was in the organization after that. I wouldn't even acknowledge the existence of this conversation unless I'm Quinn Snyder. So to me, I just think it's another one of those distractions. Again, in this soundbite, we're Rudy is still talking about touching all those microphones in the COVID situation. Still talking like, about
0: COVID. Like
1: that was It's
0: crazy.
1: That was have we passed a three year mark of that yet? I don't know no. the exact date that happened.
0: But two two full years ago now. Two full years. I think years we're at two years, years, yeah.
1: So even if it's two full years, it's still being talked about. And so that's why I say I think you it's make amazing. a great point. Like Like, if there's no heat here, if there's no smoke, if there's no issues and everything's hunky-dory, why is it still being talked about? Because there is issues. And and again, I want to make this really clear. We're not talking about issues just because it's enjoyable to talk about issues. Do you know how enjoyable it would be to to wake up at 4.30? Oh, I mean 5.20 like I did today, right? Do you know how enjoyable it would be to wake up late and be able to come onto the show and just be able to say, yeah, man— they're five games clear of the play-in. They're, they're cruising into the postseason. Even if they lose tonight to the Suns, God, they're going to be fine. big game with the
0: Suns. Like, it would
1: be so nice to just talk yeah, basketball. Yeah, we should
0: be going to this game tonight, but Jake is yeah. going to make babies down in Zion. Like That motherfucker yeah, don't I miss, I Yeah, like, you know? I mean, like, these that other would be things so would, nice. Ball-breaking Jake is far more entertaining than talking about Rudy yeah. Gobert and jazz drama. Fucking A. Yeah. But, I, I mean, the point is... I think I think when you address stuff like this, I, I I've seen this a thousand times. What do you think this is closest
1: to? If you had to, if you had to, if because I know we always compare this situation to like the Kobe and Shaq thing, but that felt like it was a little more serious than this is. Like, is there one that you would compare it to and be like, yeah, this is pretty close to that?
0: It feels a lot like that because in the early days of Kobe versus Shaq, it was all plausible deniability plausible deniability. Oh, this is just total garbage. No, this is the this is Kobe used to say all the time. This is just you guys looking for something to talk about. This is, you know, there and it was always because what teams do when they're in trouble, they blame the media. Yeah. That's what teams do when there are when there are issues being reported. And again, I I would simply say that when we reported last week, I guess it was that there was there was a burnout factor. Yeah, that jazz that the jazz organization and his teammates were were worn out by Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Like there was fatigue. I think is the word that was used related to Rudy Gobert. I must have gotten I don't know at least two or three phone calls about that from from the jazz saying, "Hey, wh- wh- where are you hearing this from? Why are you wh- like? Come on, you got are you going to ask about this and." It's like, well, yeah, I talked to somebody in the organization already. I don't have to call you and ask your permission. Yep. And they were upset about that.
1: And I think that, again, with all due respect to the Jazz, because I know they watch this show, and I respect the hell out of those guys. I do. But with all due respect to them, good media is not accountable to the organization. No, not at You're all. You're not I, – I, I think this this idea that that the the internal body that is the Jazz organization – can just control the narrative in the media. It's crazy to me. But I
0: understand why the team doesn't like the local media. Well, I mean, yeah. I I think with the 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 massive mistakes that Andy Larson makes on a regular basis, the I mean, just the inaccuracy of his reporting. I understand why you would be why the Jazz like Donovan Mitchell calls him out directly like, on Twitter. But like that's
1: different than 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 asking tough questions and being very black and white with reporting yes. and being very just blunt and honest and like, Hey, this is what we see. This is what we're going to report. Like, yeah, like that's what it should be. And, and I don't think that, I don't think a lot of organizations like it, to be honest with you. I just think that there's there's more organizations in the league that are conditioned but to, to be
0: it. true to be, to be completely accurate about how things work. And in, in, in my experience, Anybody that reports daily on a, on, a, on a professional or college sports team has this kind of interaction with the media. It's usually never talked about. It's behind the scenes. It's a personal relationship. Every beat reporter should be able to text the head coach, should be able to text the star player and say, hey, man, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm seeing. You should be able to walk up to Donovan Mitchell and say, hey, you know, I saw that you, you were having an interaction with the, the Mavericks bench what was going on there, but Andy decided not to do that. And it caused a lot of frustration. I get that. And it's not the first time, right? And so you, but the thing that you don't, the things you don't see are that there's a lot more of that behind the scenes. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Any organization, BYU, Utah, the jazz, you name it, should try to control the narrative in the media. That is good PR, that's what they should be doing. The problem is the Jazz try to do that by, by not talking to the media. COVID has allowed teams to go weeks without talking to the media. Yeah, And I mean, I understand why they do it, but that's why you see so much sourcing happening around the Utah Jazz. Because they don't give access to the media and the media that does cover the team on a regular basis doesn't have the fortitude or the wherewithal frankly they don't have the balls to report things that are going on with the jazz yeah they want to talk about you know they want to everybody everybody in Salt Lake City loves to talk about stats read the papers in New York Chicago Los Angeles read the papers in major markets. They're not talking about stats. The stats don't tell the story. They're talking about the inner workings of the organization. They're talking about like this situation with Michael Jordan, and Russell Westbrook, this situation. If you're a baseball fan, Robert, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Calling out Freddie Freeman yesterday saying that he was a bad teammate who had constant run-ins with, with the, the with other guys in the, the clubhouse. Like, that's what the media does in most cities. They talk about the biggest issues around the team. And in Utah, we, we wind up getting stats and we make shit up about what the player and the, the team's opposing bench is talking about. Yeah, and
1: the most criticism an organization is going to get is not beating Idaho State by 50, you know? It's like,
0: crazy to me that 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 the the free pass that's given. And so the point is, the Jazz boomerang... <laughs> in the complete opposite direction when the truth starts leaking out. Yeah. And the truth leaks out because people get frustrated. And that's what you're seeing with this. And so you have Quinn Snyder, you have, you know, like Donovan Mitchell to a far less extent note when Don has done podcasts lately or did the Chris Haynes interview, it wasn't some like bombshell. Hey, everybody's trying to destroy us mantra. Yeah. And that's the issue with this Rudy Gobert quote from ESPN. Yeah. Like he literally went on ESPN yesterday, and we should play it again. But he goes on ESPN yesterday and listen to this. He says, "Oh, people in the league, the the media, COVID. They're trying to they're trying to break us apart."
2: There's, there's always going to be noise, mm. you know. There's
0: right there, right? I just I, I know we're gonna play the whole
1: thing, but right there, that's how he starts the interview again.
2: There's there's always going to be noise, mm. you know. There's a lot of uh, a lot of teams and a lot of people that would love for us to to, to to break apart. They would love to get a Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell in, in their team and uh, there's a lot of bigger market too that would love to, to get that. And uh, we're we aware of that. And and we know that everything that happens within our team on the court of the, the core is going to be is being looked at with a with a very with a big scope and, and people oh, yes. are looking for anything they can find to just try to divide us and then and uh,
0: And I mean, that's it. That's the essence of it. Everything that happens on the court with the team is under a big microscope. It's not. And people are always looking for ways to divide us. They're not. I got news for Rudy Gobert. And I got news. And and,
1: and this is going to, this is probably going to frustrate some people, but I want people to understand nationally what other media perceives the jazz to be, which is a smaller market team that has two guys on it that can't figure it out. Like, I want to make sure we're all on the same page about what the rest of the league and the media thinks. Cause that's what they think. Hey, this is, this is a good team. You know, the number one offense in the league. Cause everyone loves to say that even though it doesn't mean a damn thing. And when it matters most, but Hey, this is the number one offense in the league. And, and these, there's two guys on this team that just can't quite figure it out.
0: And I think if you, if you pay attention to what the national media says about this team, you can very clearly see they don't follow the jazz closely Yeah, because they're not a championship contender. Um, and I think that's overwhelmingly, that's what you see. You know, I did a radio interview in, um, Cleveland the other day talking NBA and like, it's amazing how many people don't realize that this jazz team struggles defensively. Like the, the, in this particular person I was on the radio with in Cleveland, who I'm not going to name my name was like, well, they're one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. And you have Rudy Gobert, the Defensive Player of the Year, and and it's like, man, like I just I think, think most people don't pay attention to the 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 Jazz. There's a reputation out there that this is an elite basketball team. What happens is,
1: national media, like dudes in Cleveland or LA or wherever, they look at the stats: number one offense in the league, great defensive team, Rudy Gobert. How are they not a title contender? But what you don't talk about is their lack of athleticism. What you don't talk about is their lack of chemistry. Their what-
0: inability to, per- to, to to play defense against the pick and roll. Their inability to stop people from getting in the paint. So then you point that out. And Anyway, it's, it, it, my point is, I just don't think nationally people pay attention to it. And I think what they pay attention to is Donovan Mitchell wants to go play for the Knicks. And he's got all kinds of friends and family in New York and who work for the Knicks and his former agent. And that's the narrative that that you hear most. I just don't think people pay that close of attention. So when Rudy Gobert goes on ESPN, the, you know, the NBA today, and says stuff like this, it creates a major problem. Yeah, And that's why I say I don't understand why – the Utah jazz allowed Rudy to do this interview yeah, because that interview goes through the jazz. Rudy Gobert's not going on ESPN without the team not knowing he would, he would not, he is not, that's just not the way it works. Yeah. Um, and I see one of the comments saying that maybe Rudy did this on his own. He did not. I guarantee you, I know for a fact it goes through the jazz. It has to. They ESPN. Have contact. Yeah. ESPN calls the jazz says, Hey, we'd like to talk to Rudy Gobert on the NBA today. Um, you know, and they facilitate it, the jazz make it happen. So they knew, and it's just, it's mind boggling that you would allow him to go and do that. Yeah. That's just, to me, it's a mistake. Giggity says morning fellas, sweet Jeep. Yeah. We'll talk a lot about the Jeep we bought last night. Calvin Howard says, these guys are so lame. Well, thanks for being here. Calvin, uh, Edgar Garcia says morning play is let's go Dodgers. Uh, the Utah jazz will never lose another game in the rest of their existence. Kenny says. (laughs) i agree let's go sf giants so stoked for baseball me too oh yeah cubs are undefeated nico horner's going to win the home run championship (laughs) um yeah uh edgar says calvin you're a troll get out of here chump bucket hey man this isn't the first time listen calvin
1: no seriously calvin this isn't the first time we have guys all the time to come in here and say hey these guys
0: are casuals or no no they don't watch jazz basketball. Yeah. Do
1: you guys even watch jazz basketball? And then no. they listen for like you know a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden we're getting things right, and we have good sourcing, and you know it'll play itself we, out. We
0: only watch Selling Sunset, and we are casual. We, yeah, we sit around and we play Fortnite. Yeah. So we don't have time for basketball. Well, don't but don't forget the Mountain Dew because that's the most important part of playing Fortnite and double stuffed Oreos. Yeah. Uh, Blind Swordsman, good morning to you. He says, "Freaking Rudy needs to stop talking." Donovan talks but doesn't say dumb stuff. By the way, go Cubbies. They're still overpaid and I still love the Cubs though. Thank you. Uh morning, fellas. Jazz should just keep the locker room problems in the locker room. It's you know it you shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. You should have meetings. You should talk amongst yourselves. You should have open, honest dialogue about issues on the on the on the team. You should not be talking to the media about it. Cody Strickland says, Good morning, you casual bastards. What's up, Cody? Hello. Uh talking with Raphael Podcast says, Let's go, Yankees. Um, I hope the Yankees have enough pitching. They're going to hit. I just hope they have enough pitching. How about the Padres melting down yesterday? It's embarrassing, dude. You, Darvish, looked fantastic, and then Craig Stammen gave it all up. You're the weakest of the week. Yep. Kenny says, Rudy sounded like a politician. Steve Hambone says, good morning, guys. It was nice to see the Jazz have a good time. Like uh, Like the beard on Quinn looks like they're getting ready for the playoffs. You think that's a playoff beard on Quinn, or is he just... I don't just... know. I
1: think they were just on the road, dude. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. It was nice to have a
0: laugher, though. He's not a beard guy. No, he. he but what he also isn't is a carb guy. Yeah. Somebody needs to sit on that He has, like, one carb a day. Somebody needs to sit on that guy's dinner table and feed him, like, fettuccine. Spencer Morgan, good morning. Rudy doesn't need the media conspiracies to divide the jazz. He's doing a great job by himself. <laughs> Rudy is a drama queen. He needs the drama. That's a great point, yeah. Spencer. I think you might – that might be nail on the head right there. Uh, Blind Swordsman says, um, Kenny, he sounded like a douche canoe. A douche canoe. A douche canoe. Wow. I love that because um, there's a dr- – we have I a know. I haven't drop. used it in I mean, a while. I'm looking for in, it. You know, play, Do your job for once. Thanks. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. You know, Spencer says, it's like the dad saying, kids, your mom and I love each other while the parents are fighting. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Kenny says, are they blowing this up next season? Not next season, this summer. Kay Nuren, good morning to you, Kay. Where you been? Jazz need to just play basketball. Everyone knows that they don't like each other. Thank you for just telling the truth. You're welcome. Kelsey Hamer, good morning. Monty called it, and and the reality is they layer that foundation, and Rudy Gobert will be traded. Um, There are some teams that appear to be, for some reason, hyped, hopefully someone else will overpay I and again I will just say I think it's Toronto all day long and yeah. I've heard that I know they were interested and they have really they they have the money flexibility wise to make a deal like that happen so I he would be a great fit in Toronto a great fit in my opinion uh Raphael says uh, Rudy is showing he can't let go and holds grudges for sure Greg Hawkins says how do y'all Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. And Garci says, morning, I'm at work. No time for chit-chat. FYI, Ken Garf Hyundai downtown uh, has a 2017 Jeep. Well, Good luck to whoever buys it because we got ours. Yep. Epic Jeep story coming. Kelsey Hamer says, Monty, does ownership release this information to intentionally not cause but emphasize the rift between Rudy and Don because they want to produce smoke to entice flames? What information? Yeah, I, I would say that ownership's not releasing anything. I think they allow – the funny thing is the the difference is night and day between a Don interview and a Rudy interview. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised. Maybe you're right. Maybe I Maybe they just don't care anymore. Maybe everybody knows it's out there. and
1: Yeah, and maybe the Jazz are trying to build a narrative to support a trade. And, and you're right. I, we had another comment there that you were just reading that, you know, hopefully someone else overpays. I, I think just the same way I was talking about the national media thinks that these this is like a title contending team and Rudy's the best thing since sliced bread. Hey, if you're the Jazz, use that to your favor. Why wouldn't you? Hey, by
0: the way, Rudy's sliced bread, uh, will take a first round pick. Yeah, you know, like why wouldn't you? you if know? you could tuck a first round pick and uh, you know, uh, that's unprotected into Pascal Siakam's bag, we'll uh, we'll make this happen. Like, yeah, hey, knock yourself out. If the perception is that Rudy is this great defensive player and you know, uh, leads the NBA. I'd be, I'd be like, hey, uh, uh it's Justin Zanuck, or uh, no, excuse me, uh, it's Danny Ainge at the Jazz. Bet you weren't uh, expecting this one. You know, we'd like to send you Rudy Gobert. Did, did I mention that Rudy Gobert is, uh, you know, he is the leading, uh, you know, he is the um, leading assist guy off of screens. Mm-hmm. You know, did we did we mention that? Like, go ahead and make that. Yeah, he's whoo, man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Uh, Kay Noren says uh, Rudy is clueless. That's the problem. That could be. Uh, Kay also says, yes, just like Kobe and the Lakers, there will be changes this summer. Spencer says Rudy should have gone on Alex Jones with his conspiracies. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Alex Jones. Alex Jones, bro. He said InfoWars.com. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Jake.
2: (laughs) Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Today.
0: (laughs) Jonathan Ponce says, does Dwayne Wade get involved in all of this? He does not. No. He does not. No. Uh, Kenny says, I have a feeling that the team around Rudy and Dom will change over the next two-ish years and nothing will really change until both end up leaving.
1: No, it's going to change this summer and Rudy's going to get traded.
0: I, I think Donovan Mitchell will be here. I don't believe that Rudy will be here. I don't. I mean, there is, there is, and there is some. I think validity to the Jazz taking the temperature of the Rudy Gobert water around the league, and I think I, there's no chance, at least in this moment, that they're going to trade him to the Dallas Mavericks. No I chance. Mean, there's just none. There's why not. would you? And I and I maintain that it's going to be a. It's going to be. Toronto makes a lot of sense to me. Orlando makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um. Even though they have shout out to Mobamba on that team. Mm-hmm. Um. You. You know. Uh, Bro, you're catching me at these wrong times, you know, man. And and when you're shouting out Mobamba. Shout the Mobamba. Mo you know. Shout the Mobamba. You know. Uh. But there's teams in the Eastern Conference that make sense. I mean, the, the problem Hawks. is, like the Chicago Bulls make a lot of sense. What are you gonna get from the Bulls in a third team to make that? Oh, deal Vucevic. Work? It works great. You know, like. <laughs> It's so – like he would – he's just a bigger, heavier version of Boyan Bogdanovich yeah. who makes fewer threes. So, anyway, there's places you can ship Rudy. There, There is no doubt about that. There, There's – I mean. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff Johnson, good morning to you, my friend. Otani struck out nine and only allowed one run, and we – We. We. Still lost. Angels right on track for that playoff drop, okay. baby. So that's how it's gonna be. You know, I can't Adele. I think is his name the starting left fielder last night for the Angels. Should learn to catch a baseball. If he could catch a fly ball, you know, show hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, probably winds up finishing that last inning, and getting one more inning. Yeah. But you when you force your your pitchers, your starting pitchers, specifically look at Madison Bumgarner last night. Yeah. Um, you know, like. Getting squeezed because the catcher didn't hold a, a what should have been a third strike, so the catcher didn't catch it cleanly, and the umpire's not going to call that. And so, literally, they got Madison Bumgarner. I think in the fifth threw eighteen more pitches after that. Yeah, with two outs, which is another inning. It' crazy. So now again, the Padres didn't hit. Yeah, and you wind up. With a guy named Beer hitting a walk-off home run on National Beer Day. We
1: get it. We get it. His last name is Beer, and it was Beer Day, and it see, all what, works together, a, and it's all cool and everything. What ha-
0: happened? That's cute. You know. I remember when I had my first beer. Dario George says, hey, guys. Cheers from Croatia. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. Good to see you. Yeah, it hurts, Jeff says. But again, the Cubs are undefeated. Nico Horner's going to hit 60 home runs. Yeah, there you go. And Albert Pujols is fat and can't hit anyone. Pujols. He went, oh, excuse me. Uh, Albert Pujols uh, went 0 for 5 for the Cardinals yesterday. It was a good day. It was, it was a good day. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Big Dog O-Town says, first thing, shout out to y'all for liking black people. Uh, okay. Okay. Shout out to Which I am, but Jazz need to trade everyone except... Big Dog O-Town,
1: like... I'm not sure. That was, like, very much out of left field. I'm not and, really sure where the thanks for liking black people comment came from. Yeah, and we don't from.
0: specifically like black people or white people. We just got Or blue people. We Are there blue people? I don't know. Uh, we just generally like people in general. <laughs> we like people in general, you But know.
1: remember, we don't watch jazz games. We're casuals, so... Yeah.
0: Don't go too far with it. But... Uh, Big dog O town, we appreciate the comment. Yeah,
1: thanks for commenting and liking and following and subscribing and doing all that good stuff. Hey, we're giving away a PS five, by the way. Yeah. We, Jeff you know. Johnson
0: says poo holes. P o o h o l e s. Yeah. Poo holes. Poo holes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, you know, uh, sweet baseball. Jeremy Bolton says, uh, except Alex Caruso. What? Uh, Kenny says, yeah. Thanks for liking black people. <laughs> I guess. Fucking a. <laughs> you know that's amazing uh let's see s that's who the f is that guy okay he says sup from us australia australia mike uh, okay. shrimp on the barbie forex gold mike <laughs> <coughs> anyways james. where's james where's james knight james He's the real australian og uh chris karn says morning fellas tanner says well there is a blue man musical group in las vegas i've seen them The hey blue Man Group. yeah uh so yeah i guess there are blue people well and byu fans so they're blue because they drink the blue kool-aid right right and they wear their blue sunglasses right. yeah and stuff you know you, you know uh jeremy bolton says the big question should be this where in the f happened to grow cock? i'm worried He's, yeah, I mean he's, he's gone, dude. He's playing. He's rugby. out, dude. He's out. He won his Xbox. Yeah, he's he, fine. He, he said deuces. You guys gifted him an Xbox. Yeah. Nice job. Good work. Um by the way. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Is Michael Jordan really going to trade for Russell Westbrook? Because it seems like this is going to happen. Dude. The Lakers are talking about releasing Russell Westbrook, and it appears that his number one suitor is Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Like, how that possible, in any way, shape, or I, form?
1: Why, dude? Why would you, dude? The Charlotte has such a nice little thing going, and then you would go and sign Russ and ruin the whole thing. It it's just amazing.
0: Is dumb. It's amazing. I look at the Western Conference in the NBA, and I'm like, dude, how much drama is too much drama? The only team that really has no drama is the Phoenix Suns, and who knew they're the best team in the NBA? You look at Golden State. Injuries. I, if you're the Utah Jazz, God, please call and ask for James Wiseman. Please, like if they wind up trading Wiseman and I mean, Kaminga's had such a uh, an emerging. And he he needs to play more, but Kaminga's had such an emergence this year. And I I think I would love Wiseman on like I'm a Bulls fan. Please call and trade for James Wiseman. Yeah, like I'd love to see him on the Bulls. I'd love to see him on the jazz like he's going to be a stud. And they're willing to let him go. Yeah. Like, they have all kinds of drama health-wise around that team. You look at the the Lakers, the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard. Did anybody see, by the way, Kawhi Leonard on the floor practicing the other day? Yep. Fat-ass in New Orleans is actually playing five-on-five five now, full yep. court.
1: You know? What, what, what? I'm getting texts about modding the Jeep. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Nice. Sorry, all right, that, was, it. that was a random text. That's okay. But, yeah, I think Wiseman is a – He's Uh-oh. a good...
0: Uh-oh. What? K. Nuren. God damn it. Um, K. Nuren said all lives matter. Oh, please. please. Dude, please. Kay, why? See, this
1: is what I mean. You and Rudy should go have lunch together. Why would you say something like that? What? Like, why do we even have to go down
0: that path? Dude, it's a... It, <laughs> why, man? All that... There's no such thing as all... Uh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Fucking A. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I am not doing God. it. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, who's been the worst GM, MJ or LeCaron? LeCaron? Really? What happened to LeBum? Um, LeBron has been a t- – that DeMar DeRozan deal is his le- – Dude. I, and w- I took a lot of crap for this on YouTube yesterday. Apparently LeBron – or excuse me, LeCaron fans yeah. are on YouTube. Yeah. Because I said I think LeBron's damaged his legacy in L.A. Whatever. Whatever. I'm telling you, this thing with, with Russell Westbrook over DeMar DeRozan damages LeBron's legacy.
2: Whoever came up with that shit needed to be fired.
0: That's legit. That's real. Yeah. Now, he won a championship in L.A., as Laker fans are pointing out. I'm a, And I get that. Like, he's got four, and that's amazing. I'm telling you right now, he has not lived up to the hype in L.A. No. And a lot of it is him pulling strings him saying, hey, you know, Lonzo and this guy, and we're going to keep Kyle Kuzma instead of – and it's like, okay, man, Brandon Ingram was a far better player than than Kyle Kuzma, and you traded Brandon Ingram 0-for-1. And if it is true that – and it nobody's denying it, by the way, that he said, I want Westbrook instead of DeMar DeRozan, dude, I think his legacy is tattered in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. If he had just stayed in Cleveland after winning that championship, nobody has said two words. Yeah. Now I understand why he went to LA. He's made billions of dollars doing literally billions of dollars doing it. I get it. Yeah. He, it's damaged his NBA legacy. I'm telling you, it's damaged his NBA legacy. You know, like that's crazy. Kenny says Rudy to the Warriors would make me uh, make me die of laughter. Well, him and Draymond Green on the same team would be amazing. Yeah, but Rudy and Draymond Green. Oh, my God. He's too slow for that team. Yeah, that's not going to happen, by the way. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But could you imagine Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert in the same locker room every day? Yeah, that'd be rough, dude. Oh, my God. yeah, I would love that. Uh, Kenny says it's bigger than black and white, y'all. Yeah, it's sports. Anyway, uh, Big Dog says Mitchell Butler and Clarkson and Whiteside. If we can keep Whiteside... If we can keep him motivated, my black people comment was a reference to a caller the other day who said, you guys must like black people. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. That's right. What happened? Remember the other day, somebody was like, somebody said something about being, I I think called us apologists for black people. I don't remember hearing about that at all, but. It was, we read it the other day, like, why does anybody care, like, why does anybody care that? Like, do you, how do you even take notice that we like black people or how would you? What if we, we've talked sports
1: so, and now all of a sudden we're like apologists for black folks? It doesn't like I don't care if you're black or white or Latino it doesn't matter or, to us. I mean, or you're in Argentina or or you just know, make sure you just
0: make sure you watch the ads that play on our YouTube. Yeah, dude, videos. just hit like and
1: subscribe and buy merch and get the PS5. It's right? that
0: Simple. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is like. Anyway, also, by the way, check out our affiliate links. That makes us money, too. Uh, keep Mitchell Butler, Clarkson, Whiteside, and Coach Quinn. Let everyone else go. Mitchell Butler, Clarkson. And why are you a Whiteside fan? Yeah. I, I am not – a uh, Hassan Whiteside. Whoa, whoa. Oh, Hassan. I'm sorry. Hassan Whiteside <laughs> is, is – he's take it or leave it for me. Like, I don't think he's a, a difference maker one way or the other. Yeah. And I, I think – I mean, you need a better backup center. I mean, if Rudy Gobert's your number one, you can start Rudy Gobert. I don't know that you can win a championship with him making that money, but my feeling is is that you can start him, but you need to have a serviceable number two center. And Hassan on his on his good days is that guy, but he has so many nights where he just doesn't have a want to. Yeah. And the flexing on shitty teams makes me crazy. I don't like it. Uh, Teddy Wayman says, morning, y'all. You think the Jazz can get a win tonight? Probably not. I don't know that the Suns are going to play their guys. I, I haven't seen, mainly because I don't read. Um, I do. You know. Um, I need to look and see where the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. Um, and who they're going to play. My guess is Book Plays tonight. He loves torturing the Jazz. It's one of his favorite pastimes. Um, you know. Yeah. I would guess that they would play. I don't know why you would play Chris Paul, you know, but it's fine. Um, no, nobody is. On, nobody is on the Suns injury report for today. Yeah, so they're gonna play. So they're gonna play. Yeah, they're they're gonna, play. gonna play their guys. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I think you know. So yeah. No, we'll I, to
1: answer the question, no, I don't. If the Suns are playing everybody, no, I don't think the Jazz beat them.
0: Yeah. No, I I would agree with that. Uh, did you get your your air air, air buds? AirPods. Why did that filter his comment? Um, I can't see it anymore. It disappears. But uh, I did get my Air uh, AirPod Pros yesterday. Did we talk about that? Yeah. How I did think you so. know? That? How'd you know
1: that? Yeah, I think you talked. We talked about it.
0: I blew my left AirPod Pro. I have AirPod Pros from Apple because uh, well I'm a pimp and stuff uh, anyway the point is um, everybody ain't able right. uh, the point is right. <laughs> that I bought AirPod Pros like back at Christmas time I got everybody AirPod Pros Jake bought his own but I bought Mrs. Monty like engraved AirPod Pros and I got some too and the issue is the left ear was like blown out it was weird like I don't listen to loud music I usually listen to podcasts during the day while I'm working sometimes music And the left ear just blew out and Apple was like, yeah, fuck off. Here's a new pair for, you know, $800. So this time I bought Apple care. So, yeah, thank you for asking. I did. We haven't been talking about trading Rudy, but now we address point. um, But how we address the point guard position. Can we trust Mike Conley long term? No, long term. Wait, hold on.
1: We have been talking about trading Rudy. We have said that they shouldn't have re signed Mike Conley. Yeah. Mike, like uh, yeah. I think
0: Mike is diminishing. Mike. Very clearly. Mike. Yeah. Mike Lowry. Yeah. Okay. Conley. Uh, anyway, the point is, yeah, I think we're all seeing the decline. You know, I just, I think it is what it is. I, I just, this team needs athletes. It yes. needs athletes. Just up. I. As Pascal Siakam is torturing the 76ers last night. By the way, anybody is Spencer Dinwiddie still in the league? Oh, that's right. He's a building block and a foundational player for Dallas. Uh Oh, another guy that should be a Jazz man. Yeah. Um, a couple more NBA things. By the way, uh, I, I find it interesting that as we come down to the last few days, the Denver Nuggets are suddenly just a half game behind the Utah Jazz. Just saying. And so my question is. How important is the five versus the six for the Jazz? In your opinion, I think it's really important. I think I think
1: you know you yeah you don't want to see the Warriors, man, at all. Like you do not want to see the Warriors in the first round on any level. You know, so yeah, I I do think it is important. I think that it's it's it, I think you're even with Dallas. I think that you can beat Dallas in a seven gamer, but I don't think you're beating the Warriors in seven, man.
0: The Jazz are not are, are the Jazz gonna
1: win fifty games? How many wins they got now? Forty-eight. No. Tonight,
0: if they're gonna win fifty games, they gotta beat the Suns. They gotta tonight. beat the Suns, yeah. No. I mean, not. that's the kind of season you've had. You're 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 on the verge of not winning fifty games. Yeah. And the other thing you'll notice is that um they're like third worst among the top six teams defensively. Um it's just really interesting to me the way that this season's played out and now I want nothing to do with the Warriors. If I'm the Jazz, I'd much rather face the Mavericks, right? Yeah, 100%. And in the comments section, I'd love to hear you guys talk about this. I think you'd much rather face Dallas. I think Dallas, we've seen that you can get in that head on uh, Luka. Like, you can take him off his game. The problem is they've got a bunch of other dudes, Brunson, you know, Finney Smith. It's your best chance to get through the first round facing
1: Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, just I mean, it's just it's that simple.
0: I think so. I I don't I don't if you face Golden State, I don't see how you beat them in a series. I I don't know that you can beat them. No, I don't think so. I I, I don't see how you beat them four times in seven games. Like that doesn't seem like it's reasonable to me. No, I could be wrong, but I mean, Not, look, I, obviously I've been pro pro Warriors for a while. I think that they're still a good team. Should the NBA reseed after the playing tournament? No, come on. Uh, there isn't a favorable matchup for the Jazz in the playoffs. Yes, as a Jazz fan, I would prefer them playing the Mavs, but they don't match up well against Dallas. They don't. Uh, Teddy Wayman says the Jazz want nothing to do with Curry in the playoffs. I would agree. No. Kenny says unless Steph is dead. Last time I checked, there's he's alive. I think he's a robot, but mm-hmm. I do think he's still alive technically. That's uh, fucking interesting, uh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you don't want anything to do with the speed of that golden state team no, i mean from don't. wiggins to Poole, draymond like they just play much faster than the jazz do. that's the other thing about dallas by the way is i feel like pace wise pace of play wise yeah i feel like dallas is a much better fit mm-hmm. um but if denver catches you and again i don't remember who denver plays because you have you have phoenix and um portland yeah um which you feel like you have a chance to win both those games i mean I, I don't I know. Think. I, I think it's far-fetched that you're going to beat the Suns. I honestly do.
1: If they, if everybody plays and – But which...
0: Denver's got – I think Denver's got the Lakers tonight. You're not going to see AD or LeBron in that game. Um, come on. Load it. Cheese Louise. Oh, this is their last game tonight. This is it. That's Sunday against the Lakers. My bad. Excuse me. Sunday at home in Denver against the Lakers. You're not going to see LeBron in that game, I would not think. No. LeBron and AD won't There's play. There's no there.
1: reason for them to play.
0: No. So, yeah, that's – the yeah, So, you you're, figure the Nuggets are going to win. The Nuggets will beat the Lakers. So, you probably got to win both these games. Yeah. You probably got to win, win both these games. Yeah. I would think. Because if you lose tonight, then it makes that Blazer game like a must. And the Blazers are awful. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Who are we kidding? You know, you lose tonight, you're tied –
1: you don't want to, dude. You, okay, you don't want to go into the playoffs having to worry about seeding. Like, just go yeah, into the just, playoffs. Just go two zero here. Yeah, come on.
0: That's that's the best way to control it. I mean, yeah. all right. Yeah, it's all time to move on. Can Tiger Woods win the Masters? Yes, I think he, he can. can.
1: I think he can. I think yesterday went a long way towards that. I think that Tiger. The only concern I have about Tiger is not even his game; it's just his body. I, I, I am curious. Assuming he makes it to Sunday, if his body can hold up, that's going to be the biggest thing. But I mean, I, I think, you know, yesterday his first round and how long, and he puts up a one under at at Augusta. That's pretty damn good, man.
0: And I do think the way they changed, um, I think the way they changed this course, it does matter because it's a not an easy course to walk. I mean. You have five floors of elevation. Yep. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's an almost four mile walk to play 18 in Augusta. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is physically taxing for a guy who 18 months ago had his leg broken in multiple places. Yeah. He doesn't have a fully functioning ankle in his right leg. I mean, this is this a big deal. And to see him shoot one under yesterday, that was pretty cool. I don't think he can continue to do that through the weekend. I think just the attrition. Um, and the wear and tear to your point on the body, I just think it's too much. Yes. I mean, if, if this was his third tournament, maybe I could see it, mm-hmm. but the one thing that's encouraging is he, he, he played in and ar- on and around the greens very well. Um, the, the putter was working for him yesterday. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just, I like what I'm seeing. Um, he's vintage tiger in that his short game is what's keeping him in the tournament. Um, the cut line right now is is projected to be two over, as high as uh, three over. I mean, I, I would guess if he if he shoots par or better today, he makes the cut. Yeah, and he'll play the weekend. But it's going to be much better conditions. The course was pretty wet yesterday. I think it'll be obviously it'll be a little it'll be a little harder today. It's gonna be soft all weekend.
1: Yeah, I, I look I, I think that, that Tiger Tiger has the ability to win this thing. Um Will he's just gotta get past the cut. Like today. Today's round, I think, will give us the answer we need as far as health. If he can be fine through today's round, I'm not saying shoot the best round of his life, but don't bomb it and and get below the cut and like you know and just screw yourself out of this. Well, tournament.
0: you just hit, and this is going to sound really simplistic, but you just got to play tee to green. Like if you can just keep the ball, you know, within you know within a foot of the fairway on your drives. Um, don't, don't, you, you just need to do what he did yesterday, hit as many greens and rug as you can. Yeah. Um, you know, just play simple tee to green golf. Yeah. And if you can do that and you can stay out of the woods and you can stay out of the, the, you know, the, the problem is that greens get much more difficult as the weekend goes on because of whole placement, um, they obviously have put a lot more tilt into the back nine. Um, so I think there's, it's the, the greens on Saturday and Sunday will be very difficult. Yeah. That gets more and more difficult. But all Tiger needs to do is get to Saturday. Just get to the weekend. Um, you know, try to play bogey free golf today. Um, if you can cart another one under, I think you're you're you would be over the moon. You'd be over the moon with that. Yeah. You'd be too under for the tournament. Like you would just be over the moon with that. Uh Kenny says, Who's your favorite golfer? Phil Mickelson. He cuts people's heads off. Wow. Um probably too (laughs) much. Um I don't know that I have a favorite golfer. Probably – I like watching uh, Kapka play, but he's just such a red-ass. Yeah. Um, I could m- more tell you who I dislike, Phil Mickelson, because he cuts people's heads off. Um, you know. I don't know if do you have a favorite golfer. No. no. I enjoy watching Tiger
1: at the Masters. That's about my golf enjoyment. That's it? Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's just not – I mean, yeah – there's nothing that's like, man, I really got to watch this tournament. Like, with the Masters, okay, yeah, I got to watch the fucking Masters. It's the Masters. Like, it is that tournament of the year. But the Phoenix Open, like, uh, you know, any, I don't know. It's just, it's okay.
0: I mean, there are guys, I, I really enjoy watching Finau play. I mean, I really like watching, you know, the it's Johnsons. It's like a matter of convenience, dude.
1: If it's on, outside of the
0: Masters, no. the Masters is different. But if it's Damn on. Damn it, with the porn bots. You know? See? This
1: you is know, what happens.
0: This is what happens. Now I got to put the user in timeout. Lover boy. gummit. Online right. strips without closing. Let's go, Kenny says. Oh. <laughs> ah um yeah I don't have a favorite golfer yeah I don't yeah I don't know that I do yeah all right uh as we are it's oh god man 7 30 hits you, like dude. a bomb I'm every day on this you. show all right let's talk about the jeep then because everybody keeps asking about the jeep yes we bought a jeep yesterday um so if you're new to the show or you don't know the jeep saga with us uh one why don't you follow me on tiktok and instagram seems kind of dumb by you uh the monty show m-o-n-t-y the <laughs> yeah. monty show on Instagram and TikTok, please give me a follow. appreciate that. I just crossed a 1,000 uh, followers on, on Instagram, so I'm kind of a big deal now. I yeah. Can, I can start, you know, putting on bikinis and showing my ass, and more people will comment.
2: Um, you casual.
0: You know, anyway, the point is, so we bought a Jeep, and we've been trying to buy a Jeep because we want to do a Jeep build. Um, we're going to do it strictly for YouTube content. Um, so we've been looking at Jeep Wrangler Rubicons, And it's been kind of a battle the last week to try and get this done. It has been one week trying to buy a car. Yeah. It's been officially today is one week. And Mrs. Monty wasn't totally on board. She was skeptical. She likes to be safe and hold on to her money because the apocalypse is coming. You know, all that good stuff. Anyway, the point is, um, so we've been looking at Jeeps. So the other night on Wednesday, we went to Tim Dolly Nissan in Murray. Um, because they had a Wrangler, a 2018 Wrangler yeah, that had 34,000 miles on it was well-priced at 45 grand. They didn't want to sell a car that night because they messed around with their offer and the payment and how much we were going to do for this and that. And it's very, it's very, it's very straightforward. Here's what my trade-in's worth. I owe 30 on my grand Cherokee. It's worth 34. They're like, well, we'll give you 33. Well, I want to be at 750 for a payment, man. Well, how about 900 for a payment? All right, cool. Well, we're going to take off. Peace out, mofos. Thanks for everything. So yesterday morning, and I should back up. After we left Tim Dolly, we went to LHM Jeep in Sandy, and they had like three units that we were looking at. All right, great. I say to the guy, Bryce, hey, man, see you tomorrow. We'll get this done. Cool, bro. Appreciate you. He sent me a text. Hey, this is me. This is you. All right, cool. Yesterday morning... Well, I'm not doing dick at the Yelpatory, um, <laughs> this week has been miserable. I get a text from the guys at Dolly like, hey, that was a mistake. We want to earn your business. What if we do X, Y, and Z? Hey, are you going to come buy this car today? I was like, no, I'm going to LHM. I have an appointment. You know. And the guy's like, well, just give me the opportunity to at least win the deal. Let me match their offer. And I didn't reply to it at the end. So at about 4 o'clock, we walk into LHM and Sandy. And we talked to our guy, Bryce, the best salesman by far, without question, that we've dealt with. Walked in the door, showed us the Jeep. The first Jeep we looked at was, frankly, shitty inside. Like somebody owned a dog, so there was dog hair everywhere, and their dog had mauled the doors of that Jeep. So we were like, no, we're out on this one. Thankfully, they had another one exactly like it, V6, Rubicon, unlimited, perfect, beautiful shape. All right, cool, let's do the deal. Hey uh yeah you're trading we're we're willing to give you 32 on the trade. Okay, we want 34 and we're going to put 5 grand down and we want our payment to be 750. Yeah. He's like, "Okay, well, let me go talk to my sales manager." He goes talks to the general sales manager and comes back and we're like, "Hey, by the way, you know, this car is missing a second key, so we're going to need you guys to throw in a key." And so Bryce comes back, and he's like, okay, well, we'll do the 34 on your trade-in. We'll do the 750 on the payment, but we're not going to give you a second key. And remember, Bryce is the go-between. He's not making decisions here. So wait, and I said to Bryce, so wait, let me get this right. You understand? I'm already a service customer of yours. I just paid $1,000 to service the Jeep that I just traded into you. I'm a service customer. I'll even buy sideboards from you. Like runners. Yeah. Like running, steps running to boards. Get in the Jeep. Yeah, running yeah. boards. Yeah. I'll buy running boards from you. So you're going to get my service business. You're going to get my access, some of my accessory business. Yet you're not going to give me a $260 key. And what you don't understand is these keys are expensive. The key fob, this Jeep has a remote start. And so it's more expensive. It's $260. And he's like, yeah, they just won't do it. And so I said to Bryce, okay, well, listen, we're going to buy this, this car, but you're not going to get my warranty business. I'm not going to buy a warranty package from you. I'm not going to buy a service and maintenance package from you. And I'm not going to buy any accessories from you. I'll have it serviced in Lehigh. And we actually know a guy yeah. who can service it for us. So we'll have it serviced outside. You're not going to get our warranty or service or our accessory business. And he's like, okay, well, let me go talk to him. And he tells him that and the and the guy's like, yeah, no, we're not gonna do it. And Bryce just comes back and he's like, Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're we're gonna get, consider it done. We're gonna throw the key in. And I said to Bryce, listen, man, tell me that you're not the guy that's gonna pay for this key. And he's like, Yeah, I am gonna pay for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for this key. The sales guy who's not is, making decisions is gonna is gonna pay for the key. He's decided that he is going to pay for the key. Yeah, and so he said to him, "No, you're not. You're not paying for the key, man. We're not doing that." And so it goes round and round. We buy the jeep. We get into F and I finance. And I said to the the guy, says, "Okay, well, let's talk about warranty and service." And I'm like, "Yeah, hey, we're gonna pass yeah. on this. We're not gonna we're." And I, I he said, "Well, why?" And I said, "Well, because." The only thing we'll buy from you is Gap, which is insurance to cover based on what you owe versus what you pay uh, or what you paid versus what the Jeep is worth. Um, because the general sales manager wanted to haggle with us over a $260 key. So we're not going to give you our warranty or service business. And he said, we're, this is about a $260 key? I was like, yeah, he goes, consider it done. And I said, but you need to you need to put in the deal that the salesman doesn't pay for it. And the, this guy looked at me, this, the finance manager looked at me, and he said, we can afford to buy the key. The the store will buy the key. It's, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Just like that. And it's because the finance manager gets it. The service and warranty business is worth 10 Gs to the store. Easy. E- I mean, easily worth 10 Gs to the store. Yeah. And you're going to haggle me over a $260 key. Yeah. So, we walked out the door. Now remember the parameters that we set on this show yesterday. We have elite credit, so we want 3%. And we want our payment to be 750 a month. We're only going to keep this Jeep 2 years, so we did 72 months financing. Our payment is 749.50. Yes. And our APR, our finance rate is 2.9%. Nailed it! I'm for real. America First Credit Union. We said we wanted to spend our money locally, so we bought from a local dealer and we bought from a local credit union. Boom! We got the exact deal. And what this should illustrate to you, what this should illustrate to you, is that if you go in prepared and you know how to buy a car, there should be very little negotiating that is needed. Yeah. And the other lesson here is. If you don't get the deal that you want when you're buying a car, get up and walk out. It's very simple. This is not complicated. Yeah. And one of the things that we talked about was sitting at the table yesterday, Jake said, well, you know, the problem is there's not a thousand and one Rubicon v sixes sitting out there. Yeah. And he's exactly right. But you lose in negotiations when you are emotionally attached to the thing that you're negotiating over. Yeah. You have to be willing to, to get up and walk away from it. And the other thing you have to be willing to do is when you go and drive a car and they're evaluating your trade-in, make sure the first thing you get is your keys back from that trade-in. And what did Bryce do yesterday? I never had to ask for the keys. He evaluated the trade. He brought my car keys back to me and set them on the table.
1: And I thought what was really nice about the way the actual way he went about doing that he, he, cause remember we looked at that first sheep that was beat up and yes. then we came back in and then we went back out with Bryce and we looked at a second one that is ultimately the one we ended up getting. And I thought what was really nice about that experience was Bryce was very straightforward. He said, Hey, while well, you guys are out looking at this one. We're going to value your trade. And then when you're back, we'll, we'll kind of put all this on paper and, and see what the options look like. And so there was never uh like at the, at Dolly, uh, the, the Tim Dolly dealer uh they took the key and used the tactics and it's like it's 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 so funny because they think that i i really feel like car dealers feel like that's something that's like intimidating or oh they have my key so i can't leave what am i gonna do i have to do the deal and it's like no dude that like that's just not how it how it works so i thought they handled it well i i think bryce you know was a class act i think he did his job at a really high level um you know, and, and, and ultimately, I, I, I do kind of feel bad that he has to work with that sales manager because that guy was, for
0: lack of a better word, a douche. Like- so we've talked about how the car business has changed. So at LHM, they do not work on commission. They're a volume store. They're a volume company. So Bryce and every other salesman in that comp- company gets paid on volume. So up to a certain number of, let's say you sell 10 units a month, okay, you're going to get paid this month. You sell 20 units a month, you get a bonus, and you you go up significantly. So we were never going to walk away from this guy, Bryce. His name's Bryce Merrill. If you don't know, and if you're going to buy a car and you have any interest in any Jeep, Dodge, or Ram, go see Bryce at LHM in Sandy. Because the guy is just, he is yeah, he's fantastic. Really good. He's really good. Fantastic to deal with. Really, really good salesman that's what the car buying experience should be like and i just i appreciate that guy so much uh let's see chris karn says will you take it off road yes tomorrow um (laughs) before we build it we're gonna go we're gonna go drive it my wife i think is sending she just sent me a a freaking eight mile hiking trail that we should do i'm like dude i'm not hiking i'm driving my jeep tomorrow and we'll probably do some hiking too uh, Caleb says, "Congrats on the new new ride. Hashtag Jeep like. Thank you." Yeah. Jeremy Bolton says, "So if I'm going to pay cash for a new car, should I negotiate out of out the door price? I would encourage you not to pay cash for a new car, but that's just me. Uh, or should I focus on markup over MSRP? Well, right now, right now, you can actually negotiate. The problem is it it very much is dependent on the car you're buying. Um, if you are buying like let's take a Jeep Wrangler for instance, you're not negotiating on that." Um, you are going to pay above the the sticker price, and I would encourage you to be very careful the price you pay for a car right now because we were talking to our finance manager about it last night. The prices of cars are going to start coming back down. Right now they're on, on top of the world. Yeah, they're going to start coming back down. And like one of the things, not the Wrangler, but the one with the pickup truck, the, the Jeep, Gladiator, the Gladiator. Why can I not remember that? I, yeah. the Jeep Gladiator is yeah. going to be a trouble. Is going to be trouble for some people. Because there's people paying 60, 70 G's for a new base model Gladiator. And I'm telling you. It's not smart. It's bad It's business. not going to hold its value. Yeah. At least in a Wrangler, you know that you, it'll hold its value. And if you hold it for two years and you build it, and you do a good job building it, which we do. And you keep the miles off of it for the most part. You're going to be able to make money on that. Yeah. Know? But you need to be really careful how much you pay for a car. And if you're if you're paying cash for something, you can afford to overpay a little more. But if you're going to finance a car right now, man, you better know what you're paying for, and you better know when it's going to be worth in two to five years. Yeah. Because if you overpay for it, you're in trouble. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, Tanner says, by the way, the video of you uh, throwing a ball at Jake because he was ignoring you was hilarious. We need more content like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. Always out the door price. Never tell them you're going to pay cash. No, I would agree with that too. Um, Talking Raphael podcast says, Subi Nation, bro. Yeah, bro. We got Subi content coming too, man. Jake's the Subi
1: guy. Yeah, we got Caleb it Caleb
0: says, the best salesmen are the ones that listen. Glad you guys found a salesman that understands your needs. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Bryce was fantastic. Jeremy Bolton says, good point. I'll make sure not to say we're paying cash. We really want a new 2022 Telluride.
1: Okay, yeah. So I think the Telluride, a lot of people are buying Tellurides. I think it is an affordable and quality SUV. I am um, not a Kia guy, to be honest with you. It's not never really been my thing. But I think if you like that car, it's really a philosophy thing, to be honest with you. Because I I I'm with you. My philosophy has always been to to stay liquid. I mean, if it's if it's drops in the bucket for you, and and you're not really like, and I'm not even joking or, or exaggerating. I mean, there are people out there, and 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 I don't know who is is this is this Jeremy uh, Bolton. If you know Jeremy, if if you've got uh, money to the point where you know, you can afford that car and not really think twice about it, then yeah, I mean, I would tell you to pay cash and, and not have the debt. But I think yeah. there's real there's real logic in in keeping your cash. Just like, like for
0: us, like there's so many options in stocks and crypto right now where you can make good money. Like if you're going to pay, that's probably what does that go for? A Telluride, and by the way, good luck finding inventory on that.
1: Nah, he, I, I I would think that that's probably forty five fifty, same and same.
0: Thirty three nine for a base.
1: Yeah, so you're probably like, optioned up to the high to the you know low to mid forties. Yeah, right? I, I would think, I would think. I mean, they're they're decent looking. I'm listen, I, as far as SUVs go, like it's totally a preference thing. I've never really been a big Kia guy, but but again, it doesn't really matter the car you're buying in this conversation i just think what matters is you know philosophy my philosophy is that that debt can help you a lot in in the right situations. so like if you know like is your plan to keep the car five years or are you going to keep it two years because if you're only going to keep it two years there would be no reason to, to pay cash for it you you should finance it you know have your monthly costs and then get rid of it but stay liquid with your money you yeah know? you're
0: probably somewhere 32 to 49 on a telluride yeah yeah, it is back stock, though. You're going to have to order it. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think I would probably. I, let's see. Uh, Yeah. Oh, he did say that. OK, my bad. He said uh, the wait time is 10 to 14 months. Um, Chris Karn says cash is still cheap. Use banks, money and invest. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I would absolutely finance it yeah. and take your money and go somewhere else with it. That's what I think. This is really great. I appreciate the feedback for sure. Both you guys and Krish Karn, average markup right now is 15 to 18% over MSRP that seems high well because there's there's not a lot of uh units yeah. you're not when you're 10 to 14 months out on something you're going to pay more because people are going to compete for that yeah there's demand so i mean i would ask you is it looks is it aesthetics of the telluride is it what is it about that that vehicle that you're so attracted to because you can find that in several others I mean, if it's I'm just gonna a pay, of what if, you want. listen,
1: if I'm gonna pay fifty for an SUV, I mean, you know, BMW and Audi have really nice product. I am a huge fan of the Explorer and multiple trims. I and think it's... why?
0: But here's well, the other question is why not go certified? If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna wait ten to fourteen months for a new unit, have you looked at certified Tellurides? Yeah, because that'll save you money. I mean, if you just get into like car gurus or Edmunds, uh, CarMax, Carvana, yeah, um, all of them have. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If you just plug in a Telluride, you can find a certified. If yeah. you go to a Hyundai or a Kia dealer and ask them for a certified Telluride, I, I would guess you could find one. Why well, new? Uh, Jeff Johnson says, brother-in-law, been waiting for a Telluride for like eight months. It's crazy. I'd never wait that long because that that means you're paying yeah. a premium. To get that car, and on the back, it, well, and if if you finance it, the back end of that's going to be a nightmare. I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. That, but that's just me. Yeah, so. yeah. So you're going to Zion this weekend.
1: Yeah, hopefully leaving by oh, you know
0: us today. So we're having kind of a crazy schedule here. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy run. So you're going out of town this weekend. We're going out of town next week. We'll be doing the show from L.A. again. My mother-in-law is getting married to the crazy guy with a bowl of bullets on his table.
1: We get it. Um, we
0: get it. That's happening in two weeks. Yeah. Um, like Easter weekend, we're going to be in L.A. Um, for that entire week. Yeah. Are we going to do video that week or are we just going to do audio? I don't
1: know. I, I
0: don't know. We'll have to figure that yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure we're we're starting a crazy stretch of yeah we got a good run here days here yeah there's going to be yeah. a lot of travel so yeah that'll be fun what so you're you're you guys are going for the weekend you're yeah, just going so, Friday Saturday coming back Sunday yeah
1: we're coming back Sunday um we're staying in Hatch a small little town that's kind of in between Bryce and Zion uh admittedly the Airbnb
0: does look nice uh, i go to Bryce dude i would not do half time at Zion i just the zion is such a majestic place
1: yeah, I mean, I think the the goal. I mean, I think Saturday we're gonna be in Zion most of the day. Like, I think we're like the whole the point of the whole thing is to. I mean, we're obviously not gonna be able to see all of Zion in one day, but like, the goal is to, you know, see some cool stuff. I mean, I I think that's that's the whole thing. I mean, it's not the last time I'm ever gonna go to Zion. You know, this no, is my first time to Zion, so. You know, I think the goal is just to – its it the goal, it's a quick hitter trip. It is, hey, go down there, have some fun, do some hiking, see some cool stuff, and come back. I mean, that's what it is.
0: You know what I the, – the, you know the beautiful thing about Zion? There's that little road that I can't remember the name of in the park where it takes you down to this – where the road ends. And all you hear is water running, birds, mm-hmm. a little bit of a breeze. And yeah. And you just want to lay in the grass and take a nap. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. That is – it's phenomenal. Yeah. And we enjoyed so many places. When we moved back to Utah two years ago, we, or a year and a half ago, whatever it is, um, we went to pretty much all the national parks on the way up, like from Horseshoe Bend Design to Bryce to Arches. And one of the most enjoyable parts about that was, and even at Yellowstone last summer, you can just find these oddities where there's just a river running through a national park and you don't hear cars or traffic. All you hear is the breeze blowing through the trees, and there's some tall grass.
1: Man, you're putting me in my zen
0: state. And through. just get a blanket, yeah, a picnic basket, yeah, a handy, okay, and then take a nap, okay. You know, I mean, be one with nature, bro. What are you talking about, man? What? Wow. Be one with wow. nature. Wow. And stuff. Yeah. What's but direction? Yeah, exactly. You know, like just be careful because smoke, yeah. Smokey the Bear looking for that sausage. Yeah. Anyway, the point is. I'll drop that motherfucker. Yeah. The point is that when you are in a park and you're there, literally, it's just the river running, these this t- yeah. high tall grass. Like it's just the most relaxing. Yeah. You could you just want to sit there and, and listen all day long, mm-hmm. all day long. It is it's remarkable. But like if you go to Zion and Peak, it's it's miserable. It, it, it there's so many people in such a confined space. Yeah. And I do hope they make you have reservations to get into the parks. Every park in the country should be reservation based now because there's so many people trying to go into the, so many parks. Yeah. Like, I mean, just old faithful at Yellowstone is a disaster. Yeah. Like it's, it's freaking impossible. Yeah. The traffic jam alone to get to old faithful for some, we went really early. Mrs. Monty drug me out of bed at sunup. We went and watched some mooses have some serious sex and stuff and then we drove out to Old Faithful. I'm just being sensational. <laughs> we were you? at Yellowstone. We were at Yellowstone during running season. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um but the line of traffic on the way back for us from Old Faithful. Yeah. It was it was horrific. I don't know how people waited. And like there are these pools of water like the geyser water that changes colors and stuff. The line was like shoo, yeah. Like you're just not Going this time of year is beautiful. It's yeah. per, it's a perfect thing. Yeah. So I, I you know what if you can get into Zion, Mrs. Monty, do you remember the name of that road in the park, the one that where everybody was blocking the roads, parking, and you you had to have it like almost a reservation to drive down this one road? Oh, yeah. Um, Canyon Loop. Yeah, it's yeah. just amazing. It's what you want to do. You get beautiful views of the walls and the canyons. You get I mean just everything you want at Zion. Yeah. I think you're. Already- it's it's remarkable. You know, like, yeah, stop talking in the background. Damn it. You know, like, just, we have a microphone for you for a reason.
3: Let me go ahead and get the mic. Let me get it, because it was left over here. Yeah, why don't you get it, baby? And I'll go back.
0: Get it. Well, you never come down and do the show anymore. Yeah. I want to be on the show every day. Except when I sleep late every morning. Every day. So,
3: uh, I think you're already on shuttle, uh, where they, they actually closed that road. And you have to take a shuttle. Uh-huh. Um, oh. I, I'm pretty sure that they're already um, using the shuttles. They're already on shuttle season. Yeah. But it's easy. Like, at least it's easy, but you'll park up front and you'll hop on the shuttle. But and it was hop on, hop off. It's a hop on, hop off. It'll let you get off wherever you want, go hike, look yeah, around. Yeah, you can
0: get off wherever you want. Yeah. Okay,
3: what? no, public place.
0: What? Let's do it in a bush. Anyway, the point is. Running season. Zion's amazing. Zion is amazing. It is I I, I want to I would love to take a weekend trip to Arches. Mm-hmm. Um I'd love to take the Jeep to Flaming Gorge. I've never been. Oh. God. Um That's we so need much. to do that. And I want to put the seats in the back down and sleep in the back of the Jeep on an air mattress, which we have 37 of them that we never use.
3: I don't think there's enough room in the
0: Oh, there is. Jeep. I think there is. You don't think so? If we put like a pad or There
3: was a, in the Grand Cherokee, but there's not in
0: this. I think we could. You can sleep on top of me. Trust me. Uh, Loved your TikTok about father time being undefeated. Time is a lot more valuable than what we tend to realize. Yeah, if you don't follow me on TikTok, I tend to do more motivational stuff there. But father time is undefeated. And you have to go and do this stuff now because we work too hard to just sit around and do nothing all day. You know, like you need to, and this is why we talked about the other day, like it's not enough to make money anymore. You got to make money to keep money and grow money. Yeah. And... All money does is give you time and freedom. And that's, that's what life should be about. Like yeah. going and doing this trip this weekend is exactly what you should be doing. You know, and it's why we were talking about driving home in the Jeep last night. Why we didn't go to Denver this year to snowboard. Why didn't we go back to Tahoe? Like, I think we are, we just don't have an understanding of how fucking fast life is going by. Yeah. Cause it's going by. And it's a matter of you realizing that, and who knows if we're going to have snow like we're, it's not that the season was short this year the snow was shitty this year let's just be honest about it global warming's having a huge impact and so any more to 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 really find great snow you got to go get on an airplane anymore like you got to go to europe you got to go to the highest of the highs because it's colder and they have better snow yeah you know like that's what our lives have become and it's it's why we work so hard, and we have these conversations about trying to open restaurants and trying to do side hustles, and it's why we ask you please shop our affiliate links, please buy our merch, please watch our YouTube content.
1: David Lee bought a shirt yesterday. You know,
0: yeah, appreciate that. Uh, our guy, um, um, oh, Rick, Ronnie, oh, I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry, Ricky, Ronnie, you're the best. He he. He sent me a. Sh- he wants me to send my shirt. Greg Hawkins. Yeah. Greg Hawkins. We're sending you shirts. Like we appreciate that. It because we work really hard, and at some point something's gonna hit for us. Yeah. You know, like it, It's it's just gotta happen. But these trips to Zion, and my wife talks about this all the time. Mrs. Monty talks about this all the time. You gotta do it while you can. Yeah. Because there's just too much to do, and it's too easy to work for the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, your whole life as my eye starts to itch. Yeah. But. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you're going to go procreate and be one with nature and right, right. Go see some beautiful national parks. Yeah, it'll when be are fun. we going to the Tetons? Uh, June. In June, we have a reservation for a cabin in the Tetons. Nice. Yeah, that's um, going to be awesome. So we need to do suspension by that time. So why are you sending me a trail that we're going to hike that's eight miles long?
3: No, it's an off. It's off highway vehicle. It's an off road.
0: I don't know. It says moderate, moderate, yes, easy to moderate hike. hike.
3: People don't hike it as much. Okay. Because there's too many off-road vehicles.
0: I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm excited about the Jeep. It's going to be fun. First I mean, mod we're going to do is what? I think it's got to be suspension.
3: I, I think lift. Yeah. Because right now we're not going to be doing a ton of, we, we can off-road, we can do some rock clearance, but we're not going to do
1: like rock crawling
0: that thing's got 17s on it are we thinking 22s what do we think tire and wheel package
1: well i mean on a jeep the wheel would be would stay reasonable it's the tire size that you're looking for i think you need i think i don't know i don't
3: yeah i don't think you put a bigger wheel oh i think you do. A
1: no. bigger tire
0: oh. oh friends i think you do what? little little better suspension T- Tim's going to get strut. like some
3: big spinners like some 22 Spreewell spinners, spinners. Spreewell spinners yeah Yeah
0: yeah Latrell Spreewell he was an right. NBA player I Jim. know who uh, Yeah Sprewell. what's wrong with that I I would love to do that I would absolutely love to do that We'll look at the options. Chris Carn says, on a Jeep, don't go bigger than 18. Yeah, there's no reason to. I'm
3: telling you, you're going to have trouble. You need the larger tire, not the wheel.
0: Cooper Royal says, uh, going to Bryce Canyon this weekend. Nice. Make sure you say hi to Jake. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, and shoot the BYU fans. I don't uh, know what you mean. I went to Yellowstone in 2012, and I was wearing a BYU gear. This guy came up to me and said, the next time Wyoming plays BYU in football, he was going to bring his paintball gun and shoot all the BYU fans. Good, all right, good, good to meet you, sir. Good. Uh, Jeff Johnson says, TikTok girl's voice has given me nightmares for like two years.
3: Yeah, seriously. I hate it. Like, I hate it.
0: I had Britt use one of the voices on TikTok, she, he had and me he hated it. One. She didn't want to do it.
3: Like, it's just creepy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I it's I think it's funny to make them say nasty cursing things because you're like I a child I am
3: you try to get Siri and the A word all of oh, them
0: Jake's playing the music I it's guess time it's to time to go it's Time to go got things to do It's now. oh my god it's 5 to 8 yeah we do have to go Uh all right have a great weekend Jake and Joy Zion yes. uh make sure you shop our affiliate links uh below everything from the best kitchen sink attachment to our protein bars, vitamins, all and that is in. And we're putting
1: out a video on the G-Find process. Find it. It'll be out this weekend.
0: It'll be on YouTube this weekend. Um, until Monday. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.